Hello everyone that is listening to this podcast. Welcome. Welcome to my first episode of this podcast in his image. I do believe that as you as you sit or as you walk wherever you are whatever you're doing listening to this I can assure you that this will be a life changing will be a blessing will change your perspective on things matters uh, kingdom and that it will open your mind and give you some revelation I pray that it does so anyways let's get into the first episode where I'll be talking about understanding the purpose of your life. Well, that must be that must be a very interesting topic. Well, it is, I can assure you so. Now, ever wondered or ever thought why why did God create man? What 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 was in is it in in his mind? when he thought of creating man well there is a purpose and everything that god created had and still has a purpose i'll show you that in very few minutes well i carried out uh, an experiment and and i began asking some of my friends just a few friends if they were to die at the moment i was asking them would they be willing to die and well well guess what what the answers no one was ready to die no one was willing to die and i realized that humans are afraid to die because deep down they know that in their hearts they haven't finished what they were born to start you think about it and you feel in as much as you have good education you have good family you 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 are wealthy you have accomplished things you still think about it and realize and feel like no i'm not yet ready to die now why 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 is that a problem When I was reading the book of Second uh, Timothy chapter number 4 verse number 5 6 and 7 these are the words of apostle Paul says that I have been poured like a sacrifice and my departure has come and now says words that are used uh, in burial ceremonies that I have kept my faith and I have finished my race Now look at those words very carefully. Paul in short Paul died willfully. He wasn't afraid to die. So this means people only welcome death when they discover their purpose and have fulfilled their destiny. He says, I have kept the faith and I have finished my race. You only use the word finish when you are now ready to die i will use this example when jesus was hanged on the cross his last words were and it is finished 
Why? Because he had completed his purpose here on earth. So, death never threatens a human who has discovered their purpose. Simple, plain and clear. I hope I hope you do get an understanding. I'm I'm trying to to you know uh build a foundation here before we get deep to it. Yeah. Now I want us to look at the power and purpose, the power of purpose and destiny. And I want us to understand the kingdom laws that govern uh, personal success. Everybody today wants to succeed in life. And every person that wants to succeed, there are questions that you need to ask yourself. Success, success you don't just wake up one morning and 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 say that I want to succeed. Uh, there are things that you must do and before you do those things, there are questions that you must answer. Now, these questions that are five questions I brought down life the whole of a human life to five questions these questions control the human race and motivate humans with what they do crime in the city of Nairobi is as a result of these five questions are questions these are questions that you must have answers for if you want to know your purpose now if you're writing if you're jotting things down you need to chop things down this is a question number 1 a question of identity it's a question of who am i now a question of who am i is a hard question identity because the average human is still struggling with self identity and that is why most of us are other people you want to know why you are other people what kind of shoes do you wear don't you wear nike shoes don't you put on that uh ladies help me with this makeup kits this the name of this brand Maybelline Maybelline makeup i i'm not sure but i just guess that's one of them you wanna wear someone's identity to feel important kids today in this age this era of time they will kill just to put on a pair of jordan shoes i'm a guy i i have and i have had uh jordan shoes i know how it feels wearing them boys today will kill for that pair of shoe ladies will do anything to get that makeup kit to get that designer clothes to get you know and you want to do that just to feel important and i realized one thing that the entire fashion industry is built on your lack of self identity they feed that by selling you other people's images so could you be one of those people 
just asking. Question number two is a question of source. It's a question of where am I from? Where am I coming from? Question of source, eh? Now, when you try to find out where you're coming from by using your ethic heritage, that is where you get lost. You can never know who you are, which is the question of identity, until you find out where you're from. So before you know who you really are, you must find out where you're coming from. Okay, question number three, which is a, is the, this is the most important question, the powerful question of the five questions, is a question of purpose. Why am I here? Why do I exist? What is my purpose here on earth? Why was I created? Now, this one again is tied to the two questions above. Because if you don't know who you are and where you're from, then you don't know why you're here. Yeah. Then question number four is a question of potential. It's a question of potential. It's a question of what can I do? Now, potential here means that um, what is my true power? What can, what, what can I really do? And I can guarantee you that 95% of people here living, are living below their ability. I can guarantee you that 95% of people that are even listening to this podcast are living below their ability. You know why? Because who you are has never been discovered. And that which you're settling for, you know it, disappoints God. It does disappoint God. And I realized one thing, that the problem, the biggest problem that we have is that our culture attempts to tell us what we can do who we really are who we really who who we, who who we are and who we are not that is what our culture attempts to do and when i sat down to to think about uh what to share about this in this episode when i was carrying out my some of the research i was doing I used an example of the education system, which is one good example that is used, that attempts to tell people who they are and what they can do. Okay? I, I, I hate education. Let me tell you, I really hate education. I hate education. I'm not discouraging anyone from doing that, from pursuing the education, but I will tell you the problem that we have with the education system. Now, they attempt to judge your potential by something they call an examination or a cut, whatever name you people call it. And when they set an exam, 
and have you seated in a class and expect you to have answers to every question that is given there so that you can get a hundred and they will tell you that you are above average. When you sit down and do that exam and get a C minor, they call you an average student. If you get a D and below, they call you, they term you to be a below average person. Now, the educational system does not have the mechanism to measure how much you know. I will use a, an example of one person, uh, which most people know, uh, Elon Musk. When I was uh, researching about Elon Musk, I realized Elon Musk, one, was born in South Africa, who later moved to Canada. And when he was in Canada, he went to Canada because of uh, to study uh, studies. And his parents wanted him to study law. So when he was in Canada, he got a better chance to go to the States where he was to join Stanford University. Now, Stanford University is one of the top Ivy League, you know, universities, one of those top university, universities in the States. And one thing I realized is that when he joined Stanford, after two days, now, if, you, if you've ever been into uh, a university most most of the times the first week or the first few weeks are usually for orientation I, I believe that's right and I try to imagine when he joined Stanford he didn't even finish his orientation he quit school after two days. I'm not saying two weeks, I'm not saying two months, not two years, two days, one, two, and then he quit school. And I kept asking myself, why would this person in a very good and a very known, well-known university quit after two days? Then I realized, Elon Musk, before even joining uh, Stanford, he had already established himself to the point that he had created some websites and he would sell them at the age of 12 years. This boy was a, this boy was this boy was smoking rich. This guy was smoking at the age of 12. 12 years. So, he quit university because he had something that was far much important to him than school. I assume to him school was a wastage of time. So, he quit school and trust me what he is doing now and what he was supposed to go to, to study in school were two different things. This guy owns Tesla. This guy owns SpaceX. He was the one that came up with eBay and sold it 
still has shares. He was the one that came up with PayPal. I believe he also sold it. So to him, school was a wastage of time. To him, probably he would have gone to school and if he were he was one of those uh, he was he, he really had a, a high IQ. He really had a high IQ. In fact, his IQ was above average, the normal normal IQ. So if you were to go to school and uh not meet the expectations uh with the grades and all that trust me he would he would be termed to be a below average student and then he quits school and then begins his own things and as we all know today Elon Musk is one of the richest people not in states in the world in the world now the problem is that most of us something that I, I i struggled with for for a long time most of us are living by the failure of an exam that we took years ago i did my high school exam in like how many years is it 8 years 7 years ago and i suffered with something called the fear of past failure for like 4 years after high school i didn't know what to do i didn't know where to go i was clueless about school i was clueless about my tomorrow i was clueless about everything just because anytime someone would mention uh papers uh in kenya papers means you know your qualification let let us see what you have let us see your education qualifications and anytime someone would mention that i would i would freeze i would be like ah oh, you don't even want to see my papers and most of us are still living with that uh failure and When I came across the book of uh, Romans chapter number 3 and verse number 4 and these were the words that let God be true and every human being a liar I then realized that what people think about me what people think about me don't even matter but what God thinks or says about me that is the moment i got that into my mind from from that time to this point nothing else nothing that man would say nothing that anyone would say would really matter to me all that mattered and matters to me is what god thinks and says about me yeah well much said I want us to look at the desire for success. And I've said in the in the beginning that every human wants to succeed. And the thing is that success is predictable. But the problem again is that failure is predictable. You can predict someone who is going to fail or someone who is going to succeed before they get there. So success is predictable because life is designed to function by laws. 
because God, God is the one that designed life that way. That he makes success controllable. So, you are where you are today. You know where you are today. You are where you are today at that point because of the decisions that you made. The decisions that you've made before are the ones that led to you being where you are today. The decisions that you make today are the decisions that will determine where you will be in the future. Now, if you have failed, you should not go blaming people for your failure. If your parents were poor, you don't go blaming your parents. If there was no uh, school fees, you don't go blaming your parents for not providing school fees. Nothing should be an excuse for your failure. It is your decisions that you made that have made you to be where you are today. Okay? Um, life is designed for you to succeed. Why? Because God is the one that needs you to succeed. I will tell you why. Your success is good for God because one thing that God did when he was creating he built success into the creation. This means that the success then of everything that God built or created protects his reputation, you included. God created you to succeed and your success is in his best interest. Now let me use an example so that we can understand what I'm saying. Take a good example of your phone. If you look at your phone, either at the front or at the back, it either has a name or it has a logo on it. Now, my phone has a logo on it. I want you to understand that every product, that phone of yours that is made, has that name, as I've said, or a symbol. And that name or the symbol is called an image yeah so manufacturers always put the image after they have finished making the product they don't put the image until the product is finished I'm, 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 I'm going to make you understand something here so there is no product. That phone that you're using could not be allowed to leave the manufacturing plant until it was fully tested and they made sure that it is ready to work. So they branded an image on it and now released it to the market. So when God created man before, for he says, let us make man in our own image. Before you get to you got to that last part, God took you through a process. If you go to a manufacturing plant, you will realize that this product goes through different processes. 
before it gets to the, to the last part and then it is released now god the same way god took you through different processes god made sure that if i put this man if i take him i have to make sure that he can operate in this way that he can operate in this way now i want you to understand one thing that phone of yours the day you got it it came with a book and that book has or had some promises that your phone can make a can make a call that your phone can send a text message that your phone can send a voice message this uh, uh which i do believe is a voicemail right <clears throat> that your phone's battery life can last for 8 hours and, and among many uh, promises so the same way god will take you through different processes and he only knew that this one can operate this way this one can do this this one can do this this one can go this way and at the end of it he now comes and says let us make man in our own image so then he branded you an image before he released you to the market maybe that means before he released you to this earth yeah now when they put the image on it i want you to understand something that is a sign that it is not the beginning okay if you look at ephesians chapter number 1 and verse number 4 the bible says that he chose us in him before the creation this means that this book that came with that product which most of us don't even read page by page means that when god branded you an image and he brought you now on earth he now came forth and gave you a script just like that book that is in that box of your phone when you bought it there's a script a manuscript that was given to you that would guide you that would help you understand who you truly are because it is by reading this book if you really want to understand the potentials of your phone then everything that you need to know is in that kabuk that manuscript that that manual book everything is written in it whether you you buy a car it comes with that book whether you buy a dvd player comes with that book whether you buy a laptop comes with that book so you came and then there is something that you were given that would help you operate on your on on all of your potentials the problem is we don't read this book page by page thus living below its privileges or thus living below your privileges i don't i don't know if you people understand what i'm saying so god 
I've said God took you through processes. Just like a product. And then when it when when it gets to the last part or the last point of uh, those processes, it is then tested. So God took you through the processes and then he tested. He he wanted to see that if I if I if I release him now that he is okay. He is okay to go. He is okay to go and manifest. He is okay. He is okay to now go and rule. He is okay. He is now okay to go and dominate. So then he now brands an image. Then he creates man in his image and his likeness. Now the image of God is his glory, his kabod, doxa. And the likeness of God that means that we parade like God. Let me get something. Let me let me let me let me make you understand something here. Yeah? We are living on our daily life cycle. And by that I mean you wake up every morning. You go to work. No, you go to your job. <laughs> and you eat. You come back, eat, sleep. You wake up, go to your job, come back, eat, sleep. Wake up, go to your job, come back, eat, sleep. That is the cycle. That is the cycle. And these laws were given to guarantee success. Okay. Back to that manual book that came with that product, which is your phone. There are two words that have been used. This word, the first word, is guarantee. Guarantee means that if you purchase this phone, we promise you that it will make a phone call. And they have no doubt about that. They promise you that it will send a text message and they have no doubt about that. The same way God knew that if I take you and I create you and I brand you my image, I can guarantee you that before I release you, you can go and dominate. You can go and create things. You can make things happen. You can go and rule over the earth. Okay? Then there's a second word. Warranty. The first word is guarantee. The second word is warranty. Now, warranty means... The company puts itself behind the product. That phone of yours. And, but when you bought that phone, there's a there's a there's a paper that was on it written 12 plus one month warranty. That means if anything should happen within 13 months, the company will put itself behind the product and they will do anything to fix that product at their expense. They don't know who even bought the product. They don't know you. And this is not even because of you. They do that to protect their name, their reputation. So now, you understand why success, your success, 
protect the reputation of God. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is nothing more expensive than a name. So the success of their product protects their reputation because they put their name on it. Because you were created in the image of God and you have his image, then your success, your success protects his reputation. So God started creating man before he put his image on him. Before you he put his image on you, he had already started creating you. This means that you did not begin when God created you. When you came here on earth, that was not your beginning. No. You had already existed before. God took you through processes and then after he had finished confirming and testing that this man is okay, I can now brand him an image, he now released you. So that means when God released you, you came with everything that you need to succeed. Most of us only use less of those things. So in short, you were not born to find purpose. You were born with it. And no one knows a product like the manufacturer. You think that your parents know you better. You think that your wife, that your husband, that your boyfriend, that your girlfriend knows you better. It is the manufacturer that knows you better. Let us look at the power of choosing success. Success is as a result of decisions. Again, because failure is also as a result of decisions. And everyone becomes what they decide to be. Let me define purpose uh, there are a few definitions of purpose. Purpose, one, is the end that started the beginning. Purpose is the finish that's before the start. Purpose is the de- destination before the journey. Purpose is final address for your life. And then finally, purpose is the reason for your birth and the meaning for your existence. That would mean that God will not allow you to begin unless you are already finished. That phone that you bought, they will not allow you to use it. It can now not be released to the market unless it was finished. It is fast that it was finished, and then it was released. Isaiah chapter number 46, verse 9 to 10, he says, uh, these are the words that I declare the end from the beginning. That means it is only God that would finish something first. And then he would back up to begin. Okay? That statement alone means 
that because you came finished, your finish came with a start. So that future that you're looking for is not ahead of you. I will repeat it. Because you came finished, your finish came with a start. And so your future is not ahead of you. Do you know why? Because God will never put the future of anything ahead of it because it is finished. So, who you really are is the thing that you thought at first. Because God had already finished you and he now backed up to to begin and branded you an image and then he bought you and put you in your mother's womb and you were conceived. The thoughts that you had at first, do you ever realize that when you were kids, you wanted to be a pilot, you wanted to be an engineer, you wanted to be a neurosurgeon, you wanted to be those great names, those great titles. So who you really are is what you thought at first. The only problem is we grew up too fast. And people grew up and were introduced to depressions, to stresses, the things of this world. Man was now introduced to it. And I will give you an example of one of the area that has has brought about this kind of stresses and depression that man was introduced to. People are depressed. I, 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 I realized one thing, that most people are depressed going to their own, to their jobs. Because, do you know why? Because they are doing something they are not. Najua watu wanafanya kazi watu mumeandikuwa najua manataka kuntandika. You send comments. Nitawa block. Now, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain why. We are so much focused on making a living instead of making a difference. We are focused on surviving instead of impacting the world. If you read the book of Proverbs, I believe it should be number 19 verse 21. Is it Proverbs? that talks about the last statement says and my purpose who God's purpose will stand this statement means it will frustrate you the word stand here means that it will frustrate you so in short you will never be happy doing anything else you cannot change what you were born to do and be most of us have plans in fact the that verse begins by saying that many are the plans of man but god's purpose will stand other versions say uh, will prevail that means 
if you happen to do something outside the purpose of God, it will frustrate you. And now you understand why your job will frustrate you. Have you heard people saying that my job will kill me? Trust me, that job will kill you. That is why you hate Mondays. You feel like you feel like Monday is 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 a day that you you are you you know you are called to go to hell. You feel that way because you go to do something that you were not born to do and be. The problem is that people were trained and have been trained to look for jobs after school and not work. I will define some few things here for you. Now, job is what they pay you to do. In short, after after your campus life, four years, and uh, you, you begin sending your uh, resumes to different companies, and uh, they look at what what you you know what you've achieved uh, academically, and they decide, you know what, I think this one is good. So let us take this person and let us pay him or her 30,000 per month to go and sit on a chair which makes you proud or stand for a whole month which still makes you proud and makes you hate Mondays and makes you uh, feel like that job is going to kill you and at the end of 30 days they pay you 30,000 which is a thousand every day because you've not calculated that yet and at the end of that they will deduct nhif they will deduct nssf they will deduct abcd they will deduct efgh they will deduct everything and at the end of it all you can't even enjoy money for leisure you can't even go for for uh you know you can't travel and that is why you see people who are who are always on their jobs every day they don't get enough time for their families they don't get enough time to to, to go out to their families and have fun even on their own they depend on two days which means saturday and a sunday is the day that people will get time that that which is now a problem because on a Sunday is a day that you're supposed to be in the house of God. Hence, so, job is what they pay you to do. Then work is what you were born to do. Okay? Your job gives you finances. Your work gives you fulfillment. Your job can get you fired. You can be fired from your job and not your work. Your job is your skill. Your work is your gift. You have a gift. You have a gift. That is your work. Now, I want you to notice that even Jesus, when Jesus came, there are certain words he used. One of those words, Jesus says, that I came to do the work, the work of 
my father. He never used Job, the work of my father. So, if you are not, rather if, where you are is not what you saw, then what you are in is temporary. Yeah. Yeah. And in that same verse that we read in Proverbs 19 and verse 21, I want to show you the importance of purpose. That statement, the last statement, means that purpose is more powerful than plans. You have plans, but the purpose, the purpose is more powerful than your plans. This purpose is more important than your plans. And then lastly, purpose precedes plans. It was only Jesus being a good example and says in the, in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 which says that for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross. Because Jesus knew and understood his purpose here on earth. Even death, even death would not scare him. It would not scare him. And that is why I said in the beginning that after he had finished, uh, he had gone through the suffering and everything, he now looked up and said, it is finished. He now then gave up his ghost. You can only use such words only when you have realized your potential. Only when you have realized your purpose. Look at an, a good example of Joseph. Joseph saw, saw himself in a dream and saw stars bowing to him. And then he went and said and uh, told the story to his uh, parents and his siblings. And when they heard about this, they got mad at about it. So what did they do? They, while they were together, they took him, uh, put him in a pit, uh, and then took his coat and uh, applied some blood or whatever it is they applied. And then they sold him to another nation. Now, if God would have shown Joseph the end of this because Joseph went through prison. If you read the story, he went through prison. If God would have shown uh, Joseph the end of this and would have shown him him going through the prison and everything he would have gone to to get where he was supposed to be, then Joseph would have abandoned and would have messed up his end. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. The reason why God cannot show you why you exist, the reason why God cannot show you your tomorrow yet, 
is because he wants you to go through this training it's called training period that through this training you will have to understand that before i get where i am supposed to be before you understand the purpose as to why he created you then there are few things that he has to train you in between that when you get to the end uh man this is so exciting i am so excited about this and uh this this is the end of it this marks the end of this episode um i do hope that i have covered uh a lot of what i really needed to cover and in case of any question in case of anything that you want to hear if you have any comment please just just go ahead and comment go ahead and ask any question and uh, i hope that this has been truly a blessing to you and that um you you have learned something from this so it has been an exciting uh episode for me uh and uh, i hope it has been the same for you so god bless you god bless you so much you the, the next episode is going to be one one very amazing episodes and uh i will begin to have guests in, uh, in to join me in my podcast so that we can talk about uh, kingdom matters that we talk about uh, being in the image of god and his likeness so may the lord bless you i love you all continue sharing this podcast to your people and your friends and everyone around you So thank you until we meet again for the next episode. Remember tune in every Monday from 9 a.m. I will be having my uh, my podcasts ready by 9 a.m. every Monday. And God bless you all. Bye-bye.